Veterans Voice is a show that connects veterans and active members of the military to qualified guests who help you find programs and benefits you qualify for and discuss housing, education, career training, and other topical matters. Every show addresses issues that affect your life. Call in and share your experience. 781-837-4900. Welcome, welcome everybody. Greg Brasso, your host of Veterans Voice Radio. Uh, Welcome to all of our listening audience tonight. Uh, As we... uh, Mentioned last week in our in our show, uh, not we didn't only not only mentioned it, we featured it. We had uh, uh, Joe Regan, who was the director of military uh, co- communications uh, at Reach Across America, and uh, Joe came on and talked about uh, talked about Reach Across America, which is kind of Chuck. It's kind of a sleepy group, right? A lot uh, of people haven't heard it. You know, if, especially if you don't have iHot Radio, if you're not. You know, into that kind of stuff, you know, you're not gonna, you're not gonna hear it. And 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 with the good news being only broadcast around Veterans Day, maybe a little bit on the Fourth of July, you don't hear about them during the year, right? Around Christmas time, maybe they'll show the wreaths uh, uh, in place at the various cemeteries. Right. Everybody says, "Oh, that's wonderful, wonderful," and then New Year's Eve comes and. They, they've forgotten everything from the previous year. Right. Uh, but what we're going to do now, folks, is we're going to start to popularize them year-round. We're going to have uh, uh, regular shows, regular guests, and, boy, uh, the the press release that they, that they sent out this week announcing our new partnership, it was absolutely terrific. Uh, it, it mentioned... I think four other radio shows across the country that are going to be on at different times. So those other radio talk show hosts are going to make great guests for us. Sure. And vice versa. So now we get really a national flair of what's going on. We, we, we hardly know what's going on. We know what's going on here, Chuck. Right. But, you know, after New York... It, it becomes a challenge for us to get that information. Right. Reliable yeah. information. Exactly. I mean, there's always, there's always you know, little bits and drabs coming out from other states of what's going on with the vets. If you, if you, you know, I mean, I'm always going through different social stuff. You know, with me, LinkedIn is huge. A lot of, a lot of vets are on LinkedIn and they're, they? and they're talking, talking about what's going on and think, events that are going on in their states, you know, so... I pick up a lot of stuff uh, on LinkedIn for my social media. That is the social media that I use because it's usually a bunch of professionals. It's not a bunch of grab ass. Instead going of social on. media, Chuck, do you subscribe to Tank Media? Tank Will Media. You just Abs- roll over everybody. Abso- absolutely. You know I, the, the, the the hell with the. I am with, the head broadcaster. Yeah, the hell of with Tank the, Media. Hello, goodbye. Yeah. You know, best wishes. Nope. Here it is. Bang. Right. Here it is. Yeah. Here it is. Bang. Right. You get that? Yeah. Bang. <laughs> Let me reiterate. Bang! There it is. Exactly. You know. So I mean, we have. We always have to. You know, those of us in the in the veterans world, we're trying to do stuff. You have to reach out and find information of what's going on. Maybe something that's going on in Texas this weekend in Texas. They're having a coffee, a veterans coffee. Jeez, that's something new. We've been doing them here in Massachusetts. 
for years now. Wait, wait, yeah. wait, wait, and 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 folks, uh, I need to say hello to all our listeners on WATD Radio, WMEX Radio, WBMS Radio, the TIC Network, and last but certainly not least, Reach Across America. We're we're honored to to be considered to to be uh, uh, partnered up with them and. Uh, 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 Chuck, this is going to give uh, a lot of our programs that we've had had success with around here. It'll give us a chance to share that success with others across the country. Absolutely, absolutely. They can say, "Hey, wait a minute, that's not that. Maybe we can do that here in Oklahoma." Sure, you know. Sure, uh, I mean anything that we've done here, it's not rocket science. Absolutely not. We're not patenting anything. Nope. Um, but what we do, uh, uh, folks, and, and uh, now we're going to start to include wreaths across America in our celebrations, I, I think our get-togethers uh, are, are what makes us really successful here. Helps. Yeah. Because let's not forget our VSOs. Right. That, that we have, that we rely on, that we depend on. Um, we, we have them, but... Uh, and we're the only state in the country that... Every town has to have one. Are, are you listening, Reese, across America? If you, no matter what other state that you're in, this is a very important uh, point that Chuck brings up. Chuck, why don't you repeat that about the VSOs? In the state of Massachusetts, by law, every town has to have a veterans service officer. They work for the town, they work for the state, and they help a place where a vet can just walk into the town hall. Or maybe their office is at the uh, senior center. Yeah. A lot of them are. Yeah. And a vet can just go in and get all the information they need. And don't just show up once. Show up time and time again. Absolutely. That VSO, they're not going to solve every problem immediately, but they're the keys to the, to the game of life here in Massachusetts. Yep. Absolutely. I mean, Plus, things change over time. Oh, you know, there's always a weekly. new bill, weekly, and if somebody goes and sees this VSO, it doesn't, doesn't mean that in three months or four months, they may have something entirely different that they can well, share. And the VSOs don't just show up and go to work. They're heavily trained now. Right. Over they the last... To, they have to pass a test every year uh, in their training at their conference that they go to. They have a test they have to take so they can be certified as a VSO. And there is so much. I mean, they really are in control. And, and, and the way, uh, how does it work, Chuck? What, what, what does the VSO do? You, <clears throat> maybe you're having financial problems. Maybe you need oil. Winter's coming. They can, they can get you a tank of, tank, of, tank of fuel for that oil tank downstairs in your basement, or propane, maybe, maybe you're heating with uh, electricity. They, they can help you financially there. They can help you file into the VA. Maybe you're not hooked into the VA. Or you're hooked in, but you, you want to put in a claim for may, your service may, connection. May, maybe a couple of years ago you only got so far, but you got intimidated by the paperwork. Absolutely. They well, sit down and do the paperwork with the you. They do the paperwork. How wonderful is that? Right. Huge stress relief. Oh, oh boy. Uh, and the vets don't want to deal with you know? paperwork like that. They don't want to deal with the government anymore. Right. And the other great thing here in Massachusetts is they have what they call Chapter 115. So <clears throat> you're down on your luck. You can go in, 
talk to them, and you can get a stipend every month. Depending on the town you live in, it depends on how much money you're going to get. So what we're doing here, folks, and and especially, uh, I mean, we've been uh, um, projecting this for for eight and a half years now, Chuck, to our local audience, but now it's really the sharing of this and the sharing of our show. I think that we have gone where other shows haven't gone. Right. I, I think we've dedicated this show over the years to subjects that, Vets didn't know about right, and and they don't know about VSOs yet. And we've been we, we not a show goes by we don't mention a VSO. Exactly, exactly. Vets don't understand what what they're entitled to. They're not easy to get to, Chuck. I mean, there's not. I mean, they're not wired. They don't. They don't have a, all a little receptor in their brain when they leave the service that we can call them all. Right. Yeah. So many of them, Chuck, that we need to reach are the unreachable. Yeah, a lot, a lot of vets. They're they're all done with the government. Yep, they get screwed over. They're all done. Understandably, Vietnam vets are still carrying a big grudge. Oh, absolutely. But more, you know, I I see more and more coming back into the VA. They're looking out for stuff that they can they're eligible for. And the government can't go backwards and right the wrong. No, and and undo what was done. But they're sure trying like hell now. Well, one thing is, most of the ones that did the wrong are dead. Yes. Yeah. They're dead. Yeah. You know, so let's, we all we all need to move on, you know. Uh, and there's a tremendous amount of recognition available now for the Vietnam. Absolutely. Era vets. Yep. For, for, the, for, for their particular... Wars. It seems like every war has a has a signature problem, and oh. and and you know Vietnam had had Agent Orange. Right. That was the that, that little did we know. Exactly. That, that was the secret going to be the secret killer. But look at the concussions now. Right. The burn pits. Yep. Uh there's a lot of enemies out there. Sure. To just sure. being human. Just just you know. With PTSD. I mean, you know, everybody is affected by war. If you're in combat, there's going to be some type of effect on you. Something you're going to think about. You know, we have a big big anniversary come this Sunday. Well, and and tonight's show, Chuck, is... uh we would be remiss without bringing it up, but why don't we uh, come back? Why don't uh, Larry? Why don't we take this first break and why don't we come back, Chuck? And uh, uh, tonight is our uh, uh, eight, eight year anniversary. It's our eighth uh, salute uh, tonight, uh, uh, Chuck. And uh, so glad you're here to talk about uh, the salute to Beirut. Here we uh, here we are again, eight years and still uh, still going strong. Yep. Still going strong. So, Larry, why don't you take it away, kid? We'll be back after these messages to talk about uh, what happened. uh, uh, 39 years. 39 years. Wow. 39 years ago this week. Uh, uh, Take it away, Larry. We'll be back after these messages. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, Greg Brasso, your host of Veterans Voice Radio. here uh, 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 talking to one of uh, our, our original uh, co-hosts here, Chuck Delaney, uh, uh, now semi-retired. And uh, Chuck, how's life treating you right now? Good, real good. 
Real good. I'm enjoying retirement and staying busy working with vets. Uh, busy working with uh, Project Valor down in P-Town for the sailboat. Uh, How's that coming? Coming along beautiful. It looks gorgeous. Is it up yet? No, not yet. Not yet. Trying to find a place to put it. It might be that we're going to keep it down there in down Virginia. Where? Down in Virginia. All right. At the boatyard there. And fly the vets down so they can well, go take a cruise. No, and then bring it up in the springtime. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, I have, see. When we have the docking space and everything I, I, down, I down in Pete. And the seasonality, too, right? You know. And then we'll stay up here full time after, after that? After that, yeah. Wow. Meant yeah. to stay in the water? And, and no, we're going we're gonna to take it out. Oh, really? Take it out for the winter. Wow. Put it in the boatyard and still hold coffees there and everything else. How, how, how big was that boat? 40 foot. That's a big boat. You're going to take it out of the water every year? Yeah, Mega, yeah. Cause that's going to cost you half a fortune. Well, we get some good people down down that part, lower part of the Cape. Wow, there's not many boat yards can can that's lift. Big, that's, that's that's a big heavy. It's wood, right? Yes. Ooh. Yeah, that's a big deal. Yeah, yeah. Wow, wow. Well, back but, that trailer down, baby. No, I guess I guess big enough to hold a couple of tanks for sure. Yep. Oh, by the way. We're on a search. The guys, you know, the guys with the Huey. Yeah. Mm. They want another one. They want to buy a real one. Ooh. Where can we get them a Huey? Well, you go online. I he's. They said that the government was trying to sell a bunch of them off. Well, I know they sell off a lot of other stuff, and they, yep. they don't want the engine. They don't want anything. They just want right. the outer yep. shell. Sure. Yeah, you know, and they want to. So that's kind of like my side task right. here. Mm. You know, I told him I'd ask around. So, to our audience out there, has anybody got an extra Huey? Uh, what we do, uh, for those that haven't seen it, we, we the uh, the gentlemen have uh, have put together this uh, this replica Huey uh, that they put on a 40 uh, or a 50 foot trailer. The Huey's got to be 40 or 50 feet long. Yeah, actual yeah. size. Actual size. Uh, with uh, a machine gun uh, uh, mounted inside, uh, and uh, it's a tribute to the to the Vietnam veterans, and they bring that uh, Huey to all of our events, and they blast music from the late '60s and early '70s. There was it'll the be it'll be in the thanks, it'll be in the Plymouth Thanksgiving Day yes. Parade. Oh, yep, the Plymouth Parade. Yeah, it was in the Fourth yeah. of July Parade. Yep. Yep. Oh, oh, it's everywhere. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. And the thing is, some guy built this thing, right? Yeah. Right. You look at this thing, and you're like, oh, my God, I wonder where they got this helicopter. And right down to the details, this guy built it. It's mostly made out of wood. How right. do you do this? It's just incredible, incredible craftsmanship. And they're repairing it all the time. They're putting it together yeah. the best they can. Draws a crowd. But they really need a real one. So, folks, my phone number, 781-985-1551. I've, I've, I've been involved in the purchase and acquisition of a lot of stuff, but this is my first Huey. So, well, it'll be interesting. We'll yeah. see what we can do. But, Chuck, something uh, happened uh, uh, that we talk about every year. And uh, uh, why don't you fill the, uh, the listeners about a, this being a very special night here in the Veterans Voice? October 23rd, 1983. It was what we called the, the Marine Barracks bombing. Beirut, Lebanon. 241 U.S. service members were killed 
by a terrorist bombing. And set it up, Chuck. What was the the night before like? The what what be, was the, the whole The reason everybody scenario. was there in that barracks, there was a big USO show the night before. So a lot of, lot of Marines, Navy personnel all came off, off the ships to go to the show. They slept there in the barracks. So it was a big, there was a big party going on, you know, the night before. And you were over there, Chuck, doing I, what? I, I was over there. I was... Uh, 26 years old. How well I know. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> a long time ago. <laughs> but I was, I was over there. I, was, uh, I worked out of the State Department. I was U.S. Army. Uh, I was a tanker. And <clears throat> the U.S. government had sold 101 M48A5 uh, combat tanks to the Lebanese government. We set up two new tank battalions over there. Uh, so that's why I was there. I was training. You know, we were told, yeah, you're going over the, there and train the uh, Lebanese Army how to be tankers. Five days later, we were in combat with the tanks, with the Lebanese, because of the Civil War at the time. Uh, so there was turmoil all around. Absolutely. The, every, every, the, the, whole, place, the whole country was in turmoil. Uh, most of it was going on in Beirut City itself. Uh, you had East Beirut, West Beirut. East Beirut was controlled by the Christians. West Beirut was controlled by the Muslims. And what were we doing there? Why Why? why the, were the, we there? Well, the Marines were there as part of the uh, peace, UN peacekeeping force. Oh, okay. Along right. with Italians, French, English. Germans, maybe? You know. Uh, other NATO members. Right. Other you know, they yeah. all. But the U.S. had one of the largest contingencies of over there. Of course. Uh, Always. <clears throat> Always. So... The Marines they used to they used to walk patrols around the airport through the villages and stuff like that, you know, trying to put out a presence, trying to keep some peace, uh, which never happened. There was always gunfire. There was always bombings going on. It was. You They've know, been fighting there for years. Absolutely, yeah. The, this civil war hundreds of years. Well, right, but this civil war started in nineteen seventy five. Is when when this one broke out. And this was nineteen eighty three. Now that right. you were there. <clears throat> 83, and it kept on going, and there's still things going on over there. Uh, At that time, though, it was probably more mortars flying overhead than birds. It was constant. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I remember. I was a young man, but I yep. remember I remember being afraid because I said, if this is what it's like in some parts of the world, you know, I mean, it's, just, it's horrifying. You know, right. was, I was young enough at that, though, just 83, so I was 23 years old. I didn't serve. Again, I say it every time I say that. It's my biggest regret. But I said to myself, what about these guys over there? What's going to happen? You know? And like you say, it's been like that over there for as long as you remember. Right. It's going to stay like that now. It's just, at that time, though, it was like, wow. Right. It was like a fireworks show all the time. And now multiply it by the, by the poor people in the Ukraine. Right. With killer drones falling from the sky. Right. Absolutely. You, you, you hospitals know, being bombed. Hospitals and power and plants. Power plants. Wait till this winter comes. Right. Over. Uh, over there at this time, you know, the biggest, you know, thing was the uh, battleship New Jersey firing the big guns. Mark, Wo- Mark Wozniak was on the New Jersey, I think, yep. was was one of our, we had somebody, right. was it Mark or somebody else? That I think was, it was somebody else, but I'm not sure, but the, he was on that. He, he was on the, he was on the New Jersey. Right. Firing the guns. Those are those right. giant, giant guns, right? Yes. Looks like, looks like a Volkswagen flying through. <laughs> 
Mm. Oh, we, we would sit there in the tanks and look and say, oh, yeah, there goes a, a love bug. Yeah. That's wow. a love bug. Yeah. You know, and the gun itself, it looks like a drainage it, pipe, right? Yeah. It's like, so you can crawl in there. Oh, I don't yeah. recommend it. Yeah. So <clears> there <throat> was so much going on uh, between trying to, trying to keep the peace. Uh, car bombings. You know, you talk about car bombings. And that was one of the biggest things over there. They would they would go into an uh, open-air market and light off a car bomb and killing civilian. Thinking nothing you know, of it. Not, yeah. nothing, but they're killing two, two of the enemy, uh, um, uh, whether whether it's it's non-Christian or, mm-hmm. oh, we, we doesn't matter, we killed four of ours. We got right. one of their got guys. That's right. right. You, know, you know, collateral damage, you wipe out everybody. And, you know, and, and it's something that you don't hear about. And I'm not taking it away from uh, <clears throat> the OEF, OIF vets or the Vietnam vets, the Korean, the World War II, not... But you never hear anybody talk about Beirut. No, it was the largest no. death of Marines in one battle. We don't. We don't even. I mean, we're not talking about so much, Chuck. And that's mm. that's the that's the problem. Right. We got to keep talking about it, Chuck. Exactly. And thank God for 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 what 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 transpired that gave us now. A memorial in Boston, right? Which is a beautiful memorial. If people, if you know where Christopher Columbus Park is in the North End, yes, it's right there. Is where the memorial is, and this was raised by private funds. Private funds by Mrs. Devlin, whose son got, died over there in the bombing, uh, and she came, just took it upon herself, and she got after. Uh, Politicians to find the perfect spot. They kept on trying to give her spots, and she wouldn't take them. Good for her. She, she, yeah. She's a tough. She's a tough old bird. Raise, raise she, the she, money. You know, everybody told her she couldn't raise the money. Everybody told her she was crazy, mm-hmm. and she just started writing letters. Yeah, one at a time, and then she started getting five dollars here, ten dollars there, five dollars, and, and that's what you just got to be determined. And that, right. That's what I was just gonna. You took the, you know, the word determination. The thing is, if you right want that enough, my wife mm-hmm. got one hundred ninety nine million dollars. Her and another woman got one hundred ninety nine million dollars from the government for new schools in Plymouth. Those two new schools. Yeah. I like to tell people my wife built those because they said it couldn't be done and they were patronized and the old timers hated them. And they didn't want the tax to go. And they went to the state house and they got a bill written and they had they had the videos and the floats and the fundraiser. Ba ba ba. What do we got now? $199 million worth of new schools because two local women were determined to yeah. raise the money. Yeah. So this monument, that what's Devlin, is that her name? Yeah, Mrs. Yeah. Devlin. Mrs. This Devlin. Is, it's just wonderful, and it just goes to show the power of the human spirit. She just would not give up, would nope. not give up. Uh, and now, as Chuck said, there's this beautiful monument down there. It's that, done now? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. It's been done. Oh, yeah. It's been done for a few years. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize. I was there recently, and I, I would have gone and seen that. I was at one of those festivals oh. where you eat too much. It was awesome. Yeah. But that's uh, at the St. Christopher, uh, Christopher Columbus Park. Yes. Yes. So we've set the stage now, and Larry, why don't you take us uh, out of here for the second uh, for the second break? We're going to come back, and uh, we've set the stage now of all these Marines, uh, everybody at the USO show. Chuck's training a bunch of uh, uh, soon-to-be uh, tankers, and uh, right after these messages, we'll describe uh, how uh, that night ended uh, uh, 39 years ago. 
Take it away, Larry. We'll be back after these messages. Because they were there. there. (laughs) Could have at least eaten the legs. Greg Brasso. Yeah, there was some environmentally, uh, 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 you know, changed frogs, I'm sure, that uh, uh, were were around those days. Uh, uh, No, we can can talk frog stories. Uh, I think off the air would be more appropriate. Yeah, I got one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, for the last 10 or 15 minutes, we've been painting this picture now of... uh, uh, Chuck, uh, yeah, giant Chuck with his head sticking out of a tank uh, uh, in 100 degree heat and uh, uh, just trying to, you know, trying to survive and stay cool. And and through the course of the night, uh, they had all these visiting Marines. And lo and behold, Chuck, what, what went on that yep. morning? Sunday morning, 615, uh, terrorist drove a two and a half ton truck. Through the gate at the Marine base, right into the building, the barracks, where everybody was sleeping. Uh, the explosion was unbelievable. You, you would have thought it was an atomic bomb that went off. You were, you uh, were somewhat close I was to I was very close to that area. I was at a Lebanese tank company, uh, their, their base, right outside of the airport, and that's where the Marines were at. Uh, it shook. It shook us like crazy. We didn't know what happened. Then the radio flashes started coming over over the radios. Uh, Chuck, did you sleep in your tank over there? A lot of times I yeah I, I slept would in bet my you tank. Did, yeah. yeah. Uh, Were you in your tank that night? No, <clears throat> I arrived about three o'clock in the morning at that base uh, because we were going out on patrol. Patrol got canceled because I took I took that company of tanks. And we went over and set up security at the air base, at, at the airport, uh, and started. Uh, we started digging in, taking bo- taking bodies out. Uh, that way after the after the explosion. After, after the explosion, you went right over to the uh, to right the, over to the barracks. To the, to yes. the barracks. Yeah, I, I took I took a bunch of uh, Lebanese soldiers. Uh, and we just started digging in, started pulling pulling people out, and it was, you know, probably the most horrendous thing I've ever seen in my 10 years in the military was that. Uh, but the, the esprit de corps, the, the urgency that everybody put into that, trying to save a life, you know, and some, some people came out of there and, you know, they survived. Uh, people, people digging with 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 whatever. shovels and pails or whatever Just you could use, have using their hands and throwing block cement. Yeah, rebar. Yeah. Uh, I, I remember vague. I remember vague because it was a long time ago. Check was nineteen eighty three, right? Correct. So thirty nine years ago. Boy, I I don't I don't recall how much coverage it got. Oh, over that, here. Yeah, uh, I, I know it was the the largest single daily single loss of marine uh, marines in one, one episode. Day, right. One day. Yeah, not a bat. Wasn't a battle. Right. Uh, <clears throat> and I have some. I have some magazines at home uh, that it was the front page. You know, my father got them for me. Uh, 
so I would have them. Did it not look like a squashed pancake building? Yep, it, it did. Story? Yeah, it was only it was four stories, and it just came straight down. Yeah, yeah, just came straight down. And you know, Greg, when you say you can only vaguely remember, and we can't remember in a lot of detail, this is a luxury that you and I have that veterans don't have. Yeah. Because we didn't see it in person. Yeah. We only saw the snippets. Yeah. And when Chuck's talking about it, I'm, my skin's crawling, and I feel my eyes welling up. I'm like, how the, how, the, how the hell do you even get out of bed after that experience? God love you, and thank you. You know. You can't forget about it. It's never no. going to go away. No. Uh, it's with me every day. Of course it is. You know, it's with me every day. Uh, but the, the whole... The whole thing, uh, you know, uh, it was just devastating. The the choppers landing, taking bo- taking you know the wounded back out and out to the ships. Oh sure, you yeah. know, uh, yeah. to the medical experts out there, and then a lot of them were flown out to uh, Germany. Uh, Over to Ramstein. Yep. <clears throat> so another. Marine Mao came in. Uh, that would ju- they were just down in uh, Grenada, so they got shipped from Grenada right over on the ships over to Beirut uh, to replace uh, the Marines that were killed. And it was it's so po- it was so political uh, over there. Uh, you know the the Marines were taking shots every day. They were being bombed. But they couldn't fire back. Nope. The thing is, they they didn't even have loaded weapons on the perimeter. So when the when the driver came through, you've got eighteen year old kids with their M sixteens. And no bullets. They had they had bullets in their in their ammo pouches. Yeah, but not in the not in the weapon. They weren't loaded. Senseless. You know, it's ridiculous. Uh, the team I was on, we were all army. We we were locked and loaded twenty four seven. We didn't we didn't go anywhere. Well, you kept your tanks locked and loaded. Oh, oh don't boy. worry about that. Press of a button. Uh, you know, and it, I'd it, feel pretty safe. I think if I were in a tank, safe pretty as you safe. can feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty safe. Although looking at uh, the battle in Ukraine, boy, the Russians are losing some tanks over there. Oh, aren't sure. they though? Wow. They're just walking away. They're leaving them behind. Right. Yep. They're just saying, "See you later." I, I'm, I'm done. You know. You know how 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 much that war resembles Vietnam. You, you know. You know. And and the Russian soldiers just aren't fighting to, like they're defending their own ta- country. Right. They're killing their cousins. Right. Yeah. You, you know. And and. You know, much was similar in in the conflict in Vietnam. Right, but it, you know, it, it's so similar to what was going on in Lebanon at the time when yeah. I was there. So, if we had a mission <clears throat> to go in to East Beirut, the Christian Lebanese soldiers would take off for three days. Because they didn't want to go they fight do, their own? They didn't want to go fight their own people. And if we were going into West Beirut, the Muslim Lebanese soldiers would take off. Jeez. Now, when they would come back three days later, nothing happened to them. It was like, all right, come on. All right, yeah, welcome, welcome they back. They all understood. Yeah. yeah. It was like, 
who do I who do I feel safe with? You know, but that was that was the other thing going on over there. Boy, so it, it, you were on pins and needles nightly, anyways. Right. I mean, and this was just the culmination. Right. The Civil War, you know, over there was to me was like another crusade. Yeah. You know, that's to me that's what it was, and I became very friendly with soldiers on both sides of them. Some of the Muslim Lebanese soldiers, Christian Lebanese soldiers, you know, because I had to work with all of them. Yeah. You know, I yeah. couldn't take a side. Yeah. You know, not my place. Wow. Well, that's a, it's, it's something, Chuck, I'm sure. Um, sure. Uh, we have a caller in the line that wants to mention something about uh Beirut, Chuck. You don't mind if we... No, bring him on. Uh, great. Uh, 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 Greg is his name? Terrific. Yeah. Why don't we bring Greg on? Greg, are you out there, my friend? I'm here. Can you hear me? We we can. You're coming in loud and clear. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, no, I was um, just listening to your show. My, my cousin uh, was unfortunately killed in, in that bombing. I was in eighth grade in, in Marshfield when when it happened, and it, it just brought me back. It was amazing to, to hear. I, you know, I... I forgot it's been however many years, 30, 39, I think. 39, it's yeah, it's been 39 years now, Greg. Yeah, yeah, amazing. And, and I'll tell you, one of the things I remember is, you know, I was young, going to his uh, his funeral. His bunkmate uh, actually was blown out a window and survived. Wow. Because he came, to the, he came to the funeral. He was uh, really injured. But he was, he could tell us everything that was going on. That uh, they're actually cleaning their weapons. When when the uh, when the truck hit and and blew him up, but it's just just amazing. But I don't know, brought me back. Not to a great time, but you know, well, just interesting to hear. We're we're very sorry for your loss, and uh, you know, some consolation is that we we we're not going to forget uh, any of their sacrifices. Uh, you know, Chuck was there. We're sorry for your family's loss. Uh, yeah, and obviously, the, your cousin's loss has been felt by your by your family ever since that day. Yeah, yeah, ever since. Yeah, it's been a while. And I tell you, and I just thought of another thing. The Most people don't know this, but the, I guess it would be the Iranian government or whoever eventually did um, pay out the families of, of the soldiers and those killed. Um, I know that actually came through. I won't go into the details of it, but that actually happened couldn't believe it but just just a few years ago that that finally came to be wow wow well you have some you have some inner knowledge that a lot of people aren't uh aren't privy to yeah yeah so so anyways that's it just wanted to call in think about my cousin for a minute and uh, i appreciate it that's hey greg thanks for taking the time and uh let's all think about your cousin and let's think about the other 240 uh of, of that uh, 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 day, uh, uh, whose families uh, were affected forever. And Greg, thanks for uh, thanks for taking the time to call in. And uh, you know, God bless your uh, your cousin. And Chuck has a has a word for it. Yeah, Greg, uh, was your cousin from uh, Massachusetts? No, he was out of uh, Ellington, Connecticut. Okay, okay. Oh. And uh, his, his first name was Steve, and I won't say the last name, but yeah, they've uh, they've built a baseball field uh, in his honor down there, which is great. He was uh, a big athlete down in, in Ellington, so that was cool to see. Very nice, 
Very nice. Have All you right, been guys. into uh, Boston by any chance to take a look at the memorial in oh, there? That's the other thing I meant to call about. Now, listen to this real quick. So I work in the city near there. Yeah. Uh, this was probably seven years ago, and I was going to meet my cousin's brother, uh, Russell, and my sister. And we all agreed to meet in the city. We were going to meet in the financial district where I work. And we said, we'll just meet near this restaurant. And I ended up sitting just in this area. And lo and behold, he walks in, Russell. We haven't seen each other for, I don't know, 10 years, you know, hugging, saying hello. We look around, and I don't know if this is the park you're talking about. I think it must be. But it's the, it's the little circular park dedicated to the, to the U.S. Marines who were killed in that bombing. Yes. Yes. That's it. That's it. Yeah. And we just looked at each other and went, can you believe it? Like, wow. I had no idea it was there. He had no idea. He had just, you know, arrived in Boston. Wow. And somehow that's where we met each other. We just shook our heads and said, <laughs> just wow, you know, crazy. Very, yeah, very, that, yeah. very nice, Greg. Well, you brought, uh, you, you brought a great story tonight to our listening audience. Uh, uh, thanks a lot. And, uh, you know, thanks to your, to, your, uh, to your family for the sacrifice, my friend. Appreciate it, guys. All right, Greg. Will you have a have a have a great night? Thanks for taking the time right. to call in tonight. You got it. Bye. All right, buddy. Bye, bye. Well, that was uh, an interesting call, Chuck. Uh, you know, you never you never know that uh, the two hundred and forty one there's uh, two hundred and forty one families out there that'll never forget <clears throat> them. Absolutely. That's you know that's what we try to bring to the show. That's it. You know. That's so, it. You know, out there to the people, and you know it's. It's no BS here. It's straight, straight up. This is what happened. Uh, well, with Wolfie, we might have a little BS. Well, yeah. Yeah, but he usually warns you. Yeah. Usually he says, no, I might not know what I'm talking we, about. We, we have yeah. a disclaimer that plays before every, uh, <laughs> every before show. Every, yeah. every show. Every sentence. Yeah, but, but I mean, you know, ask him to spell VSO, you spot him VNS. Yeah. He, he, he forgets. He, he didn't know what to call him a couple of weeks ago. Oh. He didn't know what to call his own the pr- promotion there, the Vetti. He forgot it. He yeah. forgot it. But uh, at this point in time, <laughs> in his memory, we'll take our last commercial break and uh, be back to uh, finish up uh, with, tonight's, uh, with tonight's show. Thanks, Larry. Uh, we'll be back after these messages. Welcome back, everybody. Greg Brasso, your host of Veterans Voice Radio, here on uh, on a on a on a nice October night. Chuck, we're getting a little bit cool uh, uh, as we transgress into the heart of uh, the the fall season. Yeah, just hey, look at a month from now, it's going to be pitch black at four thirty in the afternoon. Sure is. Oh, it's like oh, I might as well just go to bed. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 it's terrible now. It's yeah. it's dark. It's seven o'clock. Wait, wait, I'll go to bed. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm there's happy no, to. I look no, forward to it. There's no sports on. I'm all set. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, uh, it, it it I just I just hate this this part of the, you know once we put the clocks back like that it's like oh now it, it's just dark dark dark. Can you imagine the people in Alaska that that have like like six months of oh, no sunlight. Couldn't do it. And then six months of sunlight. The sun never yeah. goes down. You know. No. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No. I th- I think we're good. I think we're good down here. But but Chuck and uh, and just uh, you know just to recap all the things that we talk about over the years here. Uh, you, you've been you've been gone for a couple of weeks. Uh, 
But uh, you just mentioned uh, one of the problems that we discuss all the time is the uh, the terrible uh, numbers of suicides uh, among the veterans population. And and Chuck, there's some new studies coming out. Yeah, the 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 newest newest reports that are out there now is you know <clears throat> the numbers that the VA has been putting out. Uh, you know, it's always been 22 a day, 22 a day. Yeah. Uh, the trainings that I go out and I do and I speak on uh, on veteran suicide, my numbers are always higher. Yeah. 35 are better. Yeah. Uh, because they don't take into effect certain certain aspects. So now they're coming out, and there was just an article in the uh, Military Times. I was looking at it today. Uh, the numbers are actually at least 37% higher than what's being reported. Now, they take, they're looking at the overdoses. They're looking at the one-car accidents. Yep. Yep. So these numbers are going to start co- coming in now to the big picture. So it's about time that researchers are really looking at this aspect. Chuck, how about alcoholism? Where you drink yourself to death. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. And and maybe you're not trying to die, but maybe you don't care. Right. You're trying to, and you're that's trying why to, you're trying to you know you saw, you've seen it. Seen it with my own eyes. Yeah. You know, different distant family members and whatnot and other and Chuck, you've seen it oh, in, I've in seen your it. activities yeah. all the all over the years. Right. You know, it's it they're trying to numb the pain. Yep. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. They're trying to numb the pain. I, I understand. You know, so it's the booze, it's the drugs, you know, it's... I I have three families to keep me going. I have my dog family, I have my sports family, and I have you guys. I'm I'm really lucky to have three families. A lot of folks... Have nobody. Have no families. No one. No one. No families. But, you know, that's the kind of vets that we want in our family. Mm -hmm. Right. That's the vets that we want in our coffees. Right. That's the vets that we want in our veteran drive-throughs. Come on down. We're here to hug you. We're here to help you. We're here to feed you, introduce you to the VSO, help you out, get you all straightened out, get you some new clothes, whatever it is. Whatever it is, Chuck, you know, and Gino, now you're becoming acclimated to the world that we live in. Mm -hmm. There's not one problem that we can't solve. Right. Here's the thing, too, I wanted to mention. The business with the partnership with Wreaths across America, the coin is equally shiny on both sides because not only do you get to reach a broader audience and the, a much huger number of veterans can be exposed to the programming, but then the Wreaths people are exposed to additional programming that they didn't have. It shines on all sides, and it can only increase awareness of all the issues. We, we've been working on this with uh, Jeff Pierce for... Uh Ever, ever since Justin was in the honor guard at the uh, um, Gold Star uh, Wives. conference, Wives, yep. yeah. and, and and Justin was uh, the honor guard. Uh, this gentleman, Jeff uh, from Reads Across America, started talking to Justin. Justin said, "No, you're asking too many radio questions. You got to talk to Greg." We started in July talking, and just this week they announce the press release. I'll send it out. Uh, we'll put it on our website. Uh, and boy, are we honored to be grouped with such other great veterans shows, veterans uh, 
Mm-hmm. Just, just wonderful, uh, Gino. You, you, you hit it with the, with the. Everybody with, wins. Everybody, everybody wins. That's the thing is, it's good on all sides. Because they, they're not well enough known outside of Christmas. Right, like you said, at Christmas time they talk about it. You hear it on the on a morning show on the TV, and by New Year's they're in memory. Gone. But all the other rest of the year is when the important stuff needs to happen. Well, and that's where we come in, where we start to mention them more here in the show. During the off season, yeah. our show in in July is going to be renamed Christmas in July. We have some wonderful Christmas decorations and ornaments we're going to put up, all to bring awareness. Chuck, he didn't tell you about having to grow your beard longer. Yeah, we, you know, you've been volunteered at Santa Claus. There is there is another <clears throat> charity out there called Christmas in July. Is in, there in Boston? Is yeah. there? Yes. Uh oh. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So we're think again. To, all right. How about Xmas in July? Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, thanks, Chuck. <laughs> Bubble hey. Popper. Thanks. Hey, at least it wasn't an insurance agent. Nope, 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 nope. Oh, yeah, nope. I already asked them. We've already asked them. <laughs> but, 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 Chuck, you know, it's getting towards the end of the night, and there's some people that uh, we need to talk to. Absolutely. To all the veterans out there, veterans' families. Might be having some hard times right now. A lot of a lot of people are. Now we're getting into as as we like to call the silly season. Here come the holidays. Maybe we still haven't found that job. Maybe cash is a little a little low. Maybe there's some health concerns. There's some great people out there that want to talk to you if you're having a hard time. And it's so easy to reach out to them. Nine eight Eight. That is the new national suicide prevention number. Now, you want to talk to the other vets, it's 988 at the prompt press 1. You're going to be in touch with the Veterans Crisis Line 24-7. Nobody's going to say, hold on, we'll call you back. These are dedicated people, professionals. Most of them are all veterans themselves. Call them. Talk to them. Let them know what's going on. Maybe you just need need a, somebody to talk to. Again, call 988 at the prompt, press 1. Talk to somebody at the Veterans Crisis Line. It's important. Get it off your chest. You don't have to do it alone. There's people out there that want to help you. Get your life back on track. You deserve it. You earned it. You gave your time to the country. Let the country give their time to you. Again, 988 at the prompt, press 1. Thanks, Chuck. It's a great message, and uh, we're going to continue that message on uh, through the next eight and a half years uh, as uh, as the crow flies. Uh, uh, We want you to stay tuned. Uh, Next week we're going to be uh, uh, going back to... uh, I believe we're going to have our 40th or 41st Ladies' Night uh, where we uh, take care of and talk to the lady uh, veterans that have served the country. So uh, thank you for listening, everybody. Thanks uh, to our listening audience, our new audience members. And uh, uh, be well and uh, 